welcome to CMO Insights, the podcast series. I'm your host, Jeff Pedowitz, president and CEO of the Pedowitz Group. Today, as our guest, we have Carolyn Crandall, who is CMO and ForgePoint advisor. Carolyn, welcome to the program. Great to be here. So you are passionate and expert in category creation. And I know a lot of people maybe have read uh, Blue Ocean Strategy, marketers dream about creating their own categories that they can just dominate all by themselves. So, but tell us a little bit more, what is category creation and why are you so passionate about it? Yeah, I love making new markets and seeing new markets evolve. And I've always had a penchant for looking at emerging technology. And so when I talk with a lot of CEOs and and head of uh, engineering or development, and they want to introduce something brand new. And introducing something brand new is great, but everybody needs to fit it into some kind of a category to talk about it. And the thing that makes me laugh the most is when you talk about when's the magic quadrant? going to come out. And, uh, and uh, you know, it, it takes a market to be there with at least, you know, a dozen or so vendors for it to start to be taken seriously. So how do you bring out a company, a new category, something that the market hasn't seen or had before, or maybe it's a new variant of it that either stretches the category that exists or creates a completely new one. And we see a lot of that morphing both from something new into something bigger and something bigger that morphs out into its own category of things. And I find it a very exciting piece to be able to create that new market, get all the buzz in there with the analysts, the event organizers, the media, and then also to be able to establish the company's brand leadership in that space. Awesome. And again, I think we all would love to create our own category so we can completely dominate and not have any competition. In. So unless you've been living under a rock, we've heard all about AI this year, right? And it's everywhere. In this particular aspect, how can AI help marketers who are trying to build categories? Yeah, it is um, such a fantastic tool. And a lot of people think about AI just as content. And obviously, AI can play an important role in content for ideation and extending the content out. But when I think about it as far as category creation, I'm thinking about it from understanding who's covering the segment? What's the buzz about the segment? What's the words that are being used around the segment? How can you customize a pitch to a particular journalist by understanding what they've been writing about, what they care about, and really creating that customized match? Because I think the biggest challenge right now, especially in the cybersecurity world, is it's all starting to sound the same. I swear I could walk around a trade show and put my hand over the logo of a booth and you won't know one from the other. And so if you're going to try to stand out and you have to use this common set of words, how do you figure out which are the best ones to use. And so AI can be incredibly powerful from a PR standpoint of understanding the words, the terminology, the buzz around it. Are you getting more buzz than the competitors inside of the space? And then really being able to track that beyond your traditional share of voice. And so it's a really powerful tool for testing your messaging, your positioning, making sure it resonates, as well as making sure that you get the right pitch um, and that you can move fast. There's an incredible amount of efficiency in the content creation, but also efficiency in trying to figure out who to pitch to, right? I know our PR agencies spend a lot of time trying to dig through who do we pitch to? Who do we make this a new announcement to? Who's going to write about this versus just maybe the latest breach? And so there is a lot of opportunity for AI to really help you call down both who you're targeting as well as your your messaging. I, efficiency, I think, is going to be one of the biggest areas that companies see in the next year because of AI. Um, 
But when we talk about categories and the customer experience, where can marketers go beyond that? I mean, how can they use AI to actually deliver a better customer experience? Oh, yeah. There are so many different ways that um, that you can use it. Um, and if you think about it, you know, I talked a little bit before about ideation, right? First is if you're trying to figure out how to bring something forward, how do you talk about it. And so you can come up with an idea, you can plug it into AI and say, give me more titles, give me more concepts, give me more information about it. Um, then you can look at writing. Um, I don't believe AI is is mature enough today to cut and paste write, but you can plug it into tools um, like Jasper and help it learn, teach how to get into brand voice, how to extend it out into other things. So if you have a press release, how do you create a blog? How do you create a social media post? How do you create an advertisement from it? How do you extend onto that? So I love using tools for um, kind of improving and expanding content. Um, and even one that we use a lot today, which is in the reach of everyone, like Grammarly. Like I, I love using Jasper and Grammarly together because it, it, it creates a nice combination. And it also makes you realize sometimes when you've been too succinct about something or written it in a certain way, you kind of break some grammar rules and, and it kind of brings you back a little bit. So I love using those things um, together. Um, so some of my other favorite ways of using AI is um, like using Otter AI to record things and be able to go back and go, exactly how did they say that? Or how did they talk about that? Or maybe I was so busy about a certain point, I missed another point. And especially if you're ever listening to um, customer calls or taking customer testimonial data, listening to that sometimes two, three times, looking at it and writing in a script can be so powerful for, for extending it out. And so I look at all the different things that you can do around um, content and there's AI tools that can then take it into um, email campaigns, um, newsletters, give you tremendous amount of information. And then there's all the other tools now around the website. And we know that people go to the website and learn first. And so how do you look at that brand experience and how can you have AI create more personalization. So instead of coming to a static website, you might say, how did this person come in? Where did they come from? What did they come in about? And maybe I want to dish them up a very different experience as a new user versus somebody coming back again. And there's a lot of tools that are out there today for both known and unknown visitors that really can help you customize that experience. And so as you look at things as a full stack marketer, going through all of the pieces from the beginning to the engagement with the customers. How do you leverage those tools that are out there? And then how do you think about the buyer's journey? And how do you get that very personalized content throughout the journey to come forward? And, and really the only way we're going to get there is using AI because we're never going to have enough hours in the day to continue to turn things so quickly, right? Take your press release, turn it into a blog post in 15 minutes. That's, we as humans can't do it on our own, but to plug it and do that and then skim it afterwards and go, yeah, all right, maybe I change the sentence or two, but you're ready to go. And if you have good core content, that extension can happen super fast. And a lot of the examples you've given are absolutely about efficiency and getting more productive, and we can all absolutely do that. Let's maybe shift over to from a data and insights perspective, you know, how can AI help marketing executives make better decisions than the ones we do today? I mean, we already have like lots of systems and we have BI tools and visualization, but where does AI change that perspective? 
Yeah, no, it's it's speed and efficiency is is I know what I keep coming back to. But if I look at the the tool that I use today, um, it's called, it's a product from a company called Imperative, and what they allow me to do is take all my Salesforce data that aggregates everything about the customer and be able to very dynamically look at the things that we as marketer needs needs to look at. So so one, I'm all thinking about the pipeline, right? It's it's not just about the leads and the MQLs, but it's the pipeline contribution that I can have. And then it's accelerating that experience through the pipeline. So if I have something that can very dynamically match all my data, up, look at my conversion rates through the, the funnel, but also look at the time. And then what I'll say, look for the digital twin, right? So if I know that this type of prospect at this stage in the journey will move faster if I deliver it this form of content or engage with them in a certain way, then I can get very specific. And so AI is fantastic about finding that twin. So looking at demographics, firmographics, technographics, and being able to compile it. And then you can take um, things like, uh, you know, a demand base or a sixth sense, and you can have, um, you know, predictive scores, right? So, and those predictive scores are great for knowing who's in your pipeline, who's got a higher probability of closing, but you can also start to look at the funnel data as well to look at, who else should I be trying to pull through faster? Because we we have to be super smart as marketers. Budgets are tight. They're tough. Um, you've got to be able to find the right people and not waste time on, on the ones that are not going to buy. And so using AI to understand and measure um, the, the, the pipeline activity, create the profiles, look at what content is working are all very powerful ways to use AI to improve your pipeline and funnel. Great insights. So a lot of marketing executives I speak to, I mean, they they understand, they get it. They need to be doing something with AI, but it seems also it could be so overwhelming. I mean, it's coming so fast and furious. Every vendor is coming out with their own version of AI, something. Uh, marketers are already drowning in technology and channels and budget issues and all kinds of stuff at the board. I, how do they get started? How, you know, how do they pick the right AI tool and what should they start working with first and how do they kind of get into this without being more overwhelmed? Yeah, it is a great question because there, if you're a very big organization, you can buy all of these tools independently, have your data scientists, have a team of a lot of people <laughs> to, to be able to do that. But I come more from a startup world and we don't have unlimited resources and budget. And so I thought about it really from the efficiency standpoint. What am I spending time on? What is my team spending time on? Where can I improve productivity or where can I gain better insights that will make me more productive? So again, back to your point of efficiency, AI, if you think about it from a lens of efficiency and go, well, where where does it take you a lot of time? So does the, the edit and the review and the creation of content take a lot of time? Well, maybe feeding it into a tool that can look at your content, make suggestions, make sure it's in brand voice before it goes through that review process would be a good place to start, right? So so I would say as one, everybody needs Grammarly on their system. There's absolutely no excuse for something else that's like it, but there's no excuse to not have that. And then whether you choose a tool like Jasper or something else, it is incredibly powerful to improve that productivity. And then there are a bunch of other tools that are out there. And none of these are that expensive. I mean, a lot of these are, you know, $20 a month, you know, <laughs> and even in some cases, a couple hundred dollars a month. But when you look at the improved productivity, if you can't get 
more people on staff, they're going to pay itself back many times over. So I would say start with the content, um, make yourself more efficient. Um, I talked to her about as well, recording things using something like Otter AI or another tool like it. It's very um, effective for, again, getting that translation and that transcript and being able to, again, extend it. Maybe you take that transcript, turn it into a blog or turn it into a social media post or something. So again, getting the efficiency from things that you're already doing, but just making yourself more effective. There are definitely things around conversion. Um, I would say give focus to the website as one of your top priorities and really look at your conversions. And, and some of the A-B testing is not necessarily AI, but if you can understand what's working or what's not working, and, and sometimes we're really surprised as marketers, we think we've got the best form, we've got great conversions, and we're doing all the right things, and then you do a little A-B testing, and you're really surprised. <laughs> you're like, wow, I had no idea that this particular thing at this point in time was not going to be very well received. And so then being able to test it and go, well, if I move this activity or this information further in the buyer's journey, you might get a very different result. And so again, some of that can just be using standard tools and some of it can be using AI to, to digest the data. But I would say start there as, as far as some of the, the initial things. Um, have some fun. Use some things like Dolly. Play for with you know creating some of the images. Um, there's some really cool video editing things that you can create and snip things together and put them together without going out to a production agency. Um, there's just some really cool things. Um, and then maybe try to look at some of the chatbot pieces that are out there, like Phrase and um, uh, Tidio's another one for uh, as a customer service chat tool. Um, but there's a lot of just cool things. But don't try to do everything. And then I guess the last piece of advice I'd give on that is, is ask every single vendor that you're engaging with, what's their AI strategy? Right. And you may find that there are things that are within the tools that you have today that if you just understand how they exist and how to work with them, you can immediately improve your productivity and your results by just doing more with what you already have. Wow. A lot of great advice for the marketers out there. And Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, love your passion for all things category creation and AI. And thank you. You're very welcome. It was great to be here. All right. We'll have you back again soon.